Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio, where we'll talk about news, education, and opportunities for small businesses on the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street and in Washington, D.C. I'm Michelle Yancey. And I'm Kyle Todd. Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Rhode Island Avenue Radio. How you doing, Michelle? I'm doing great, Kyle. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Good. Hey, guess what I realized? What's that? We have been on the air for more than a year now. What? Yes. Wow. Yes, we've been on the air for more than a year, so and people happy are still listening. anniversary to Rhode Island <laughs> Avenue Radio. Yes. Indeed. Wow. Yes. We're going to have to stop by the Good Food Market yes. and get something to and celebrate. Get, that's right. All right. All right. All right. Um, we'll talk to Philip about that later. Yes. Okay. So real quick, shout out to our sponsors, the Department of Small and Local Business Development and the Department of Housing and Community Development. Their uh, grant funds to us help provide um, programming for small businesses uh, throughout the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street Corridor, and uh, they help support this show, Rhode Island Avenue Radio, that's been on the air for more than a year. (laughs) Um, If you would like your business to be highlighted on Rhode Island Avenue, if you'd like to join us for an interview, uh, or if you would like to sponsor an episode or 10, uh, give me a call uh, at 202-808-9050 or send me an email, kyle at riamainstreet.org. Um, so I'm going to stop talking because we've got a bunch of great guests lined up for today. We do have some great guests. Our first guest is Thomas Fedrodi from the newest location of Annie's Ace Hardware, which is located in Brooklyn. Welcome, Thomas, and thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. We're so excited um, that you all are here. And I was super excited to learn. I, I know that uh, we're very big on community development and keeping things in the community. But um, you all took over the True Value hardware store and that's uh, been a staple in Brooklyn for over 35 years. And not only when you opened your store, you hired all of those people on. We did. Um, Howard. We approached Howard Pollitzer in 2015, who was the owner of Brookland True Value. And, uh, you know, after a couple conversations, uh, we decided that we were going to, in fact, open a hardware store in the neighborhood. He was getting ready to retire, mm-hmm. so it was actually really good timing. And we said, you know, well, why don't we help you retire? We'll help you, you know, liquidate your inventory like you need to. And we'll hire all of your staff, and we'll even hire you as a consultant. And uh, as things have gone on, we opened up in November on uh, 8th Street Northeast. And uh, it's been going pretty good. And, uh, you know, Howard, I think, worked for us one day, and he has decided that he has uh, enjoyed retirement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, so he's not a consultant anymore. He, he's not a consultant. <laughs> all right. Uh, I can understand that after... 35 plus years. Absolutely. He's earned some time off. Yes. So I think maybe one day in the future he might come back. Come on. back. But, uh, you know, the door's open for that. Well, when, he, when he needs a new light bulb, he'll come in and, and consult with you about that light bulb. Exactly. And, you know, things have changed since he started. You know, there's all these LEDs and things now. And uh, actually, was, we just got in this cool new LED hydroponic bulb. So, you know, that's a big thing right now. Hmm. What is that? Tell us a little bit about that. Well, it's... uh, Not to get too technical. Yeah, not to get too technical, but it's basically a really efficient grow light. And uh, that, you know, that's things as they are. 
To grow your tomatoes. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. Okay, I'm thinking grow. Toma- tomatoes okay. and... For gardening and things. For, for gardening, yeah. Wow. But, it, but it's an LED. I wasn't even... Uh, you know, before a week ago, I didn't even know they were on the market, but we have them now, so that's kind of cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, how are you affiliated with Ace? And I know, I guess you're the manager, but do you manage both? I know that there are two locations that fall under Annie's so, Ace Hardware. So there are uh, two Annie's Ace Hardwares, and basically, Ace is a buying co-op. Um, they give us access by being an Ace Hardware store. We have access to various suppliers in the ace you know national logistics and marketing and that sort of thing and but it is a locally owned business and stom is the uh, owner of both annie's ace hardware she lives on warder street in dc and basically i am i was the manager at the first store in petworth and uh, when the opportunity came to open a second store i uh became a partner in that store so i'm the manager of the second store currently part owner of the second which is the brookland Mm -hmm. store Mm -hmm. and um yeah i'm a manager and owner of that store and you know as as things develop we are a small organization we have between both stores probably i think we're at somewhere around 45 employees right now um i think i'll probably be over both stores but it's Currently, Too just the one. So, yeah, okay. yeah. We're, we're 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 small company working on growing. Right, and and talk about some of the local commitment that you have. I mean, we highlighted the fact that you all hired um, a staff that might have not well would not have had jobs. So would, that's a great would have thing. otherwise lost their jobs. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Um, so it's it's kind of part of our mission statement. Um, we believe very strongly that we should be a local source not only for you know building materials and various hardware needs but a source for knowledge and sort of a pillar of i don't know it's 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 kind of a touchy-feely kind of idea but sort of a pillar of knowledge for uh what's i don't, I don't know how to how to even say it but just like a, a center for Oh, your a customer, resource for your the customer service levels are just off the charts. Good. I mean, I I was in there uh, to to meet with Anne a, a few weeks ago, and you know you, there was there was somebody in there looking for batteries, and and she was taking the time to actually take batteries out of packaging to see if it fit or not, and you know that's that's a level of customer support and one on one care that you just can't get at a at a, a large we, we, we yeah exactly we, and we try to keep it personal you know it, it it takes a little bit of time but you try to remember people's names you develop relationships with people um open packages up for people you know it's 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 not about selling everything you can it's about getting somebody what they need to do the job so if somebody needs a battery you know, there's, we're not going to make sure they get the right one. Right. And yeah. the, and the idea is that you get what you need on the first trip. Um, it's the idea. It doesn't always happen, but, uh, you know, you, 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 you do what you can to make that happen. So if that means you got to open packages up and take things back after 30 days or whatever, you know, that's, that's what you have to do. Well, mm-hmm. the customer service level is outstanding. I have gone in there and had multiple employees helping me. Not that I was, required that amount of a I, care but they gave that amount of it's, care it's the uh we call it the magic question 
It's uh, what can I help you find? Uh, Immediately and, uh, and walking in the door. And, and if you go to some of these other stores, good luck in finding anyone. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, uh, you know, the, the idea is that we, we provide a high level of customer service. And, you know, so I think sometimes that can get, I'm not going to say annoying, but we can, we can pester people if we're not, uh, if we're not careful. But, well, uh, better to pester them with care than totally ignore them. Absolutely. You try to make sure you've uh, at least, uh, you know, said hello to everybody right. and that everybody feels welcome and, uh, you know, gets what they're looking for. And so t- talk about um, some of the services that you all have um, for us. Let our listeners know. I know that you all do some uh, tool and equipment rentals and that you all sell canning supplies. And that is sort of odd to me. I mean, I'm not a canner, but I wouldn't think a hardware store for canning supplies. It's 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 actually uh, at least canning makes a lot of sense. We we sell everything you need to garden, so it's uh, you know you you grow the tomatoes. Well, you, that makes sense now. But you, see, I'm not you, <laughs> that person. You have way too many tomatoes, and you can them, and you make sauce, and um, you know it's it's. I wasn't aware of it until I started working at um, uh, at, the, at the hardware store in 2012, but um, you know I thought that was something like. like grandmother's day yeah me too it's a thing yeah it is a thing and um it's it's you know we have everything you need to do it we actually had a canning class uh last two weekends ago and it was specifically pickling uh, which was interesting never done that and made some really uh interesting pickles Uh okay (laughs) there's definitely uh there was definitely room for improvement there but as far as our services go we have um we have uh, a number of services that not a lot of people know about we um we have a small tool rental program that will grow as our business grows and we can support some better equipment. Um, things like drain snakes and chainsaws. and Things that people can't fit in their homes or don't want to and don't need that often. Exactly, exactly. You can rent a ladder from us. You can rent a drill from us. Uh, uh, you can. Um, we also do glass cutting. And our store in Brookland has access to um, larger and more irregular pieces of glass. So not just like picture frame stuff. You can get a tempered quarter-inch thick tabletop. Uh, going to have to wait a little bit because we have to order it. But, it, you know, we can get it. Um, we also do screen and window repair. Um, key cutting, of course. Um, if any locksmiths are listening, I would love it if somebody could teach us uh, how to rekey so we could provide that service, and then you could get all of your locks uh, uh, keyed alike when you buy them. Um, of course, custom paint tinting and color matching. Uh, we have a Bissell carpet cleaner rental, and probably a bunch of things that I uh, can't even think of right now. Uh, we do delivery. Okay. Um, and, and people can always go on the website to look, but it's good to know that. What are some other things that you sell that might surprise people? One of the things that surprised me, is you all have some good selections of some tasty candies at the front. <laughs> and uh, these little hidden money jars or things where you can hide your the, money. The stashes. Right. Oh, and I would just like to say, as, as a local business, uh, you know, and, and as an owner, if you need something, you can talk to me. Like, if if it's not on our website, you can always call the store, 
and you can talk to me and we can maybe figure something out, you know. That's you can't do know. that at a big box. No, no. Um, so things that we have that people are surprised. Um, those little stashes are really cool. Very like cool. You yeah. have the peanut butter and the Ajax. And exactly. I think the Pringles is the best one because yeah. it sounds like there's Pringles in there. Um, you know, one of the things that we brought over from the uh, – that we learned from the Brookland Hardware Store was that in D.C. everybody's got these – old style security doors on their uh, on their homes mm-hmm. or a lot of people do mm-hmm. this door is it has a particular lock and home depot does not carry it or most of the other actually none of the other hardware stores that i know of carry it and we actually have it but you wouldn't know that you you have to you have, have to, to come in and or you, ask you have yeah. to come in you have to ask and we can help you with it it's 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 a very particular item. It's very specific to uh, the neighborhood because actually Northeast has more of these doors than anywhere else. Anyway. Well, that's good to know. I mean, that is part of being a small community store. Absolutely. A little niche of, of what the community needs. Mm-hmm. You were talking about this um, pickling event yeah. uh, class. Was that in Petworth? No, that was in the uh, Brookland store. Oh, okay. So you all do have events there. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, yeah. We're actually this weekend uh, on Sunday from 12 to 3. We are having the uh, Washington Humane. We're hosting the Washington Humane Society uh, cat adoptions. Um, you know, huh. basically they collect all of these cats that are wandering around. They uh, uh, spade and neuter them, fix them, I guess. Uh, they chip them, give them their shots, uh, and they and bring them to the to store. And, and they like you can come see the cat. You can they can vet you and. You know, if everybody everybody passes the mustard, then uh, then you're a cat owner. You a can be a cat, cat owner, owner, and you're helping keep animals off the street. Um, we host we hosted the Girl Scouts. Um, we have we we have a number of events. We have a, a farm. We're a farm CSA uh, uh, pickup location. And what does that mean? Um, what does I. Community-supported agriculture. There we go. Um, So basically they grow a bunch of – they have land. Uh, They grow a bunch of stuff. They have people who are signed up to be notified that they're going to have vegetables. So they they grow way more vegetables than they can possibly use on their own. And then you get to – basically it's a way for people to get access to fresh vegetables. And you all Uh, do this at at Ace? At at, at the uh, Brookland location. they're there on Thursday evenings, and uh, last night they were there. They had tables just oh, set up in the front of the know. parking lot, and they had all sorts. You know, it's it's whatever's in season. Last night they had uh, the new thing was tomatoes. Um, they had a ton of carrots too. Um, so you know, it's it's a way to get fresh vegetables. It's like a subscription to a farmer's market. Yeah, yeah. sounds yeah. nice. And it it changes week to week. It's just whatever's in season. Well, that's great. Well, uh, I, for one, am glad that you all are in the neighborhood, and I definitely have come there. So um, if our listeners want to find out more about Annie's Ace, where should they look? Uh, we have a website. It is www.annieshardware.com. Very good. And the address for Annie's Ace in Brookland is 3405 8th Street Northeast, or as some of us know, it is Dance Place, and they have a dedicated parking lot there. So you can come and get your things so thanks so much for joining us today thomas absolutely we also have a garden center outside which a lot of people don't know about okay all right thank Thank you you. for having me thank you
Okay, uh, it's time to uh, to check in with Philip from Good Food Market. Philip, how you doing? How's everything going down at the market? Going great. Just uh, loading up uh, fresh new delivery from Community Food Works, um, who we talked about last week. They run the Brooklyn and Rhode Island Avenue Farmers Markets on Thursdays and Saturdays. Uh, but if you can't make it down there, you can stop by Good Food Markets now seven days a week. We're carrying a ever-growing line as they're freshest products come out from the field so we've got this week yellow beans um peppers both purple and uh yellow coming from them cucumbers and delicious greens um and we'll just keep seeing more and more stuff coming out uh, of maryland from them and, and pennsylvania from uh mr eric smucker uh, as the summer rolls through so produce case is getting more and more local yeah i noticed um i was in the store yesterday and uh great prices on blueberries and strawberries in there mm-hmm. and it's not just your produce case you've got some um some stuff over in the prepared food case that's um like i, I picked up a container of, of cut up watermelon because mm-hmm. who wants to cut up a watermelon if it's already cut up <laughs> right well and meryl doesn't yeah, eat watermelon so right. yeah. you know it's just right for me and you had some mango over there i believe too that's right and and those are coming from our partners um over at healthy corners which is run by dc central kitchen uh, fantastic program that they've been doing for several years now. Um, and they work mostly with kind of the bodega style corner stores, um, you know, the chips and soda um, kind of places, um, bringing in a fresh offering there. So um, it's, it's great. They're in over 70 locations throughout the district. Um, and we're really proud to be partnering with them. They have fantastic products, great prices, um, always fresh. Uh, and they actually um, run uh, their produce from the Shenandoah Valley Farmers Auction. Um, so uh, they source elsewhere, obviously, during the off-season. Um, but uh, you know, really great program. Tried in a lot of other cities uh, to mix success. Um, but they've been uh, doing a fantastic job over the last several years bringing fresh um, and often local produce into all sorts of places that it has not been available before. So... Philip, it's going to be a brutally hot week uh, coming mm. up. Um, besides all of the fresh, healthy produce that you've got to cool us down, um, well, what else you got? Uh oh, I know where this is going. Kyle, <laughs> um, since you asked, um, we have reintroduced a crowd favorite, and I know a personal favorite of yours: the sea salt and caramel polenti gelato. <laughs> And um, we have also um, from Trickling Springs Creamery in, um, in uh, Pennsylvania um, several of their special summertime flavors. So the aforementioned blueberry can also be consumed in ice cream form. Um, and we have that. Um, we've got a few Mexican hot chocolates kicking around still, a little, little kick at the back of the throat in addition to uh, some sweetness at the front. And um, uh, also the Buckeye Brownie, which is one of my personal favorites. This chocolate ice cream with big chunks of brownie in it. It's really fantastic. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, and we're also running a sale this week. Um, if you celebrate Taco Tuesday or uh, Fajita Friday, um, you can stock up on all your favorite tortillas, beans, um, green chilies, uh, sour cream, uh, salsas, um, all on sale across the store this week. I did not know Fajita Friday was a thing. Neither did I. It is now. It is now. I was well-versed on Taco Tuesday, but Fajita Friday (laughs) sounds like a winner to me, too. (laughs) You know what goes really good with fajitas? Uh Uh-oh. 
No, Kyle. What goes really good with <laughs> fajitas? Beer. Uh-huh. Beer. Yes. And, and um, Sarah's brought in some fantastic uh, new beers this week, including um, a Mexican-style beer with a hint of lime and, and natural salt, um, which we sampled good. yesterday at Thirsty Thursday. Um, <laughs> and we and, know that's uh, a thing. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is, this is a, a very alliterative yes. uh, Rhode Island Avenue Radio episode, um, and uh, it's it's really good. Um, so yeah, there's there's plenty of ways to cool down at Good Food Market. All right, uh, and you know where to find us: 2006 Rhode Island Avenue Northeast, uh, GoodFoodMarkets.com, or at GoodFoodDC on the web or Twitter. And um, if you have any immediate questions, give us a call: two zero two two four eight eight four nine four. Once again, you're taking care of all of our uh, summertime needs, Philip. Thanks a lot. You're very welcome. I'll see you all soon. Okay, Bye-bye. take care. Take care. Okay, so uh, now we are joined by uh, Mr. Harold Pettigrew, the uh, Executive Director of the Washington Area Community Investment Fund, uh, WACIF. Yes. Welcome, Harold. Thank you for having me, Cal. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. So uh, you have rather recently joined uh in the trenches at wake uh how's it going <laughs> going well i think it's been a little over four months now so it's been a a, a great team excellent board uh and great work can't ask for more so uh very early on uh in in our uh, rhode island avenue radio history we had uh tim flanagan your mm-hmm. predecessor in here um and uh this is uh totally unrelated to anything but i would just like to point out that obviously the board likes to hire uh executive directors with very deep voices that's <laughs> you guys are both just like boom i can't I, my voice doesn't even go down that low good I'll job try to, try to lighten it up a little uh, bit. no 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 it's it's very <laughs> impressive sounding very very uh executive director sounding uh so so What's going on at Wake Up these days? You guys have programs for small businesses just all over the place. Uh, what's what's new in the Wake Up world? For, why why don't we refresh people's memories a little bit about sure, what sure. Wake Up does? Yeah, absolutely. And Wake Up is what's uh, basically termed as a community development lending uh, organization. So we're we're focused on uh, helping folks access capital. Uh, the the unbanked, underbanked uh, folks who are looking to primarily start businesses, and that's where we focused uh, our efforts and our capital and our assistance um, to be there to, to provide help um, and, more importantly, provide capital where folks can't access it. And, and when you say uh, under, underfunded, uh, you, had, you had two or three great words in there. Um, yeah. uh, you're, you're talking about small business owners that may not be able to access a traditional of funding sources. That that's correct? right. That's right. So folks who generally uh, aren't able to access uh, small business capital uh, from traditional banks or, or financial institutions, we're kind of here. There is that backstop to, to, to help provide capital. And, and it's not necessarily because they aren't credit worthy. Just maybe they just, you know, they're brand new to businesses, right? That's right. And often we find entrepreneurs who will maximize their credit cards that'll have, and that'll have an impact on their credit rating. Uh, and that becomes a challenge for uh, traditional banks to provide capital. Um, and so we'll work with borrowers basically to help get them in that position by providing them capital, uh, working with them to make sure they have the capacity to run their business, be successful. And, and it's our desire to get our borrowers to be bankable uh, so that we can be that, that transition to 
uh, traditional uh, capital. So you're not looking for the for the long term career uh, history of the whole business <laughs> type relationship. You're looking to just uh, lift them up a little bit and then put them on their path. That's right. That's right. And I think the relationship I think is long term, but for us providing uh, products directly, it's it's our di- desire to have folks come to us, help them develop, help them grow. Um, and then access traditional capital markets. And, and, and Wake Up is a nonprofit, right? We are. We are a nonprofit. Yeah. Uh, so, um, how does how does a small business go about uh, accessing uh, resources from Wake Up? Yeah, so a couple ways. Uh, certainly, traditional phone calls. Um, we rolled out a wonderful new website um, and new brand that we like I'm to point people to as well. Yeah. Uh, the website's a little but over four months old as well. Um, and so we, we, prov- we try to put a lot of information there so uh, folks can not only access us but also see uh, the services and resources that are available. Um, we're constantly in the community um, with partnerships with uh, not only government, like uh, Department of Consumer and Regulatory Affairs, the Department of Small and Local Business Development, uh, where I used to be, um, as well as other community partners. Uh, so we try to be out as well. So it's not just that we uh, ask for entrepreneurs to come to us, but we also like to go to them. So uh, if a, if a entrepreneur is, is uh, they're, they're looking at starting up a, a business, uh, they're obviously interested in, in talking to you about some, some financing. What's, what's some of the information that they need to have uh, prepared uh, before they even come in and talk to you? Yeah. So it's interesting, right? Cause I, I, generally, when I go out for events, right, I ask. Uh, I ger- generally don't start off with the pitch about who Wake Up is and all of those sort of things, right? I'll ask the question, what would it take for someone, uh, uh, if they asked you for money, what would it take for, for you to give it to them? Mm. And when you begin to reposition uh, the, the, the question kind of from that vantage point, folks begin to understand a bit more what goes into lending, right? right? right, right. Because at first, the immediate responses are all the things we look for. The immediate responses are, well, I want to know that they have a plan. I want to know that they have the ability to repay. Mm-hmm. I want to know that they've shown a history at least of repaying their debts. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's a couple of those things that we, uh, I think, generally look at that are pretty uh, constant uh, when you look at uh, going to access any sort of lending. You know, we want to make sure that um, you have a solid plan, and if you don't, we'll help you or we'll get you into uh, the resources that you can uh, help further develop a business idea. You know, I think the the desire to access capital often comes before the fully fleshed out plan. Right. right you know, right. and so we get a lot of folks who are excited about an idea, um, and we try to pull them back a little bit from uh, uh, the, the the money side of it, because once you figure out the idea, that's when uh, it becomes a lot easier to. Uh, work with us or work with anyone really to access the capital that you need. So often uh, it's really the planning that we, we, we push people towards, making sure you think through, you know, not just that new idea, um, mm-hmm. but how are you going to make money? It's a business. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's got to be more than, well, my family loves my, my <laughs> casserole right. recipe, and so I'm going to open a restaurant. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. So uh, you, you mentioned that you helped them flesh out that plan a little bit so you've got what is that uh, classes one-on-one counseling what do you do with yeah that? so what what we've provided uh, uh, in addition to uh, some of our partnerships uh, we've provided uh, boot camps where we work with folks not only on understanding their business plan but doing some levels of market analysis 
Um, we've also partnered with uh, the pro bono, the DC Law Pro Bono Program, um, to provide legal classes to discuss some of the legal elements around starting a business. Um, day in, day out, we provide technical assistance, one on one sort of services, uh, where folks will come to us. We actually do read business plans. Uh, we'll go through them uh, and advise in many respects. But what we try to do as well, um, like I mentioned earlier, if it's if it is truly someone that's early stage, we'll try to get them in the hands of a resource here in the city. Um, so it might be the the DC Women's Business Center or the SBDCs or other organizations that their purpose is to help with business planning, um, and so that we can make sure that you're you're getting the the the, the touches that you need, the advisement that you need. Right. Um, so it's a series of workshops, one-on-one assistance uh, that we provide. Okay. All right. Um, what about um, what about sizes of of loans and links of loans? I mean, mm-hmm. what, what type yeah. of capacity are we looking at at uh, you providing for for businesses? Yeah. So we we have a a, a number of products that we've uh, provided throughout the years. Um, we're uh, SBA micro lender. Um, and those are it's small business administration. Yeah, okay. uh, with the SBA, um, and those loans are up to fifty thousand um, dollars. Generally, five years um, is the term. Uh, we've provided capital above and beyond that as well. Um, sometimes one hundred, one hundred fifty. Our average loan is roughly seventy thousand um, dollars. We've managed micro loans for the city that are up to twenty five thousand. So. We have a couple products in our tool belt where we try to we figure out the need of the business and then try to align them with the products that they need. Yeah, yeah. Uh, consulting and advisory services. I'm, I'm looking at your website here. Yeah. The, that's more of the the one-on-one type uh, type product. You uh, got it. You got it. So, um, so. Uh, John Doe takes his casserole recipe in and says, I want to make a, a, a restaurant out of this. Um, and, and you're saying, come back with a, a business plan uh, or let's, let's revamp that business, business plan a little bit. Um, and you, I, know, I know Wakeup is, uh, is involved with a lot of other you know, partner organizations throughout mm-hmm. D.C. We're all kind of intertwining the, the just, larger networks those right? yeah i mean i was I, looking at your website and, and and you know looking at just you know the clients that you've served and and um some of the pictures i'm like i know this person i know that person <laughs> wow okay so yeah you know it's it's kind of gets to be a small world sure, in, the, in sure. the small business assistance area here um what uh you know with without naming names uh what what do you think um has has been um, one of the biggest challenges that small businesses face uh, opening a business here in D.C.? Yeah, I first would say that starting a business is tough. You know, I think no matter where you start a business, you know, many of us don't grow up necessarily uh, talking about going into business. You know, when when you think about what the larger picture is, right, Uh, a business is an asset. You know, and we generally don't have those types of conversations of how can we help uh, people within the city, within our neighborhoods, build assets. And, that, and that's ultimately what we're, what we're talking about. Um, and when you begin to think about any asset that you're building, you know, whether it's the purchase of a home, whether it's uh, buying a business or starting and growing a business, each one of those are difficult. You know, and so 
D.C. particularly is challenged um, it being in, 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 in this area because, one, it, it's D.C., it's Maryland, it's Virginia, so many different jurisdictions. Um, there's different regulatory environments for each one, um, and there's different resources available depending on where you are and what right. your focus right. is as well. And so I think one of the biggest challenges, if I had to point to, to one, is navigating the environment. You know, knowing that resources like if you were in this neighborhood that Rhode Island Avenue Main Street is here to help you navigate, you know, because it's difficult to get that type of information out um, or that awake if is here. Um, and that the, the many others, you know, that Kyle, the, the many other partners that we work with, you know, it's there are a lot of resources here to help. Um, but it, it oftentimes can be a disconnect. Uh, with that that person who has that idea who may not have been connected to the space. Right, right, right. So I think navigation is one of the, the, the more tougher challenges, you know, aside from, you know, understanding licensing and whether it's an <laughs> LLC or S-Corp and those sort of things. Uh, the the whole regulatory licensing thing, that's, yeah. that is a maze of twists and turns. And, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And right. My, my former lives, I, I dealt with uh, uh dealt with that in the government and it can be difficult you know and i think the the larger desire is to make sure that entrepreneurs don't have to be experts in city government regulation um but that they can be expert in their businesses yeah you know and that we as service providers can be there to help help them navigate the the, the environment so now, uh, uh you and your team see a lot of of ideas come through uh, a lot of business ideas, lots of uh, creative entrepreneurial uh, spirits coming through. Um, have you noticed any trends in, in new business types or, mm-hmm. or small business? Um, y- you know, we, there, we had, uh, we had um, Made in D.C. in here last week. Ah, okay. And, uh, you know, so there's a, there's a whole lot of emphasis on the, the locally made and the makerspace and the creative economy and all yeah. that. What, yeah. You know, what are you, what are you seeing in the way of trends for, for new business startups? Yeah, so uh, I think a couple of areas that are standing out, um, I think really across the region, right? Um, one, you do have, I think, a deeper dive into uh, the, the food space. Um, when you think about... Uh, 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 like po'boy gems on 8th Street. You know, you, you now know you can go get a po'boy. Um, and we've worked with them um, on that restaurant concept. Um, I don't know that there's been any po'boy restaurants. There have not, because no. I've been in search of them. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Well, now you know where you yeah. can go, right? Yep. You know, and so when you think about as well uh, the, the, the larger food ecosystem right now where – uh, from good food markets and some of the urban ag that's taking place here, um, and many other uh, uh, grocery concepts. There's a there's an ex- this is an exciting time really for food um, and the, the localization movement. Um, so when you think about the opportunities there, not only in different restaurant uh, concepts, which is, have been more traditional, uh, even though there's new concepts, there are many entrepreneurs who are thinking uh, about. The, the, the larger ecosystem, you know, of how they can access uh, different types of foods um, and the localization of it that makes it um, an exciting time to try to figure out how we can now create new resources um, to make that process a bit easier. Um, many of our borrowers um, fall into the either the, the food space. Um, this is the government contracting center of the country um, with all the different uh, government organizations at the federal, regional, um, state, and local levels here. So we do have a lot of contractors as well. 
um, just from our uh, what we see day in and day out. Um, so, you know, it's I think from a trending standpoint, you have the traditional uh, some of the traditional areas. But when you think of food is one that stands out particularly mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. um, and, and not only from the production uh, side of it uh, or, or the service element of, of restaurants. But when you think about production, when you think about uh, even the, 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 the agricultural elements now um, and, and there's some entrepreneurs who are exploring urban agriculture. Um, it, it, it makes for an exciting time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and in the I think the brewing and the distilling industry. Yeah, that's is right. The, the manufacturing off. and maker kind of space still in a food side, in, mm-hmm. in this food realm. It's it's amazing. Yeah, uh, it's it's a it's a good time to be a an entrepreneur in that's DC. Right. That's right. So, uh, in the in the immediate future, uh, what kind of workshops do you guys have lined up? Yeah, I think we're one of the things that we're doing now is we're, we're going into our 30th uh, anniversary next year. Oh, wow. Uh, we will be a uh, uh, vibrant 30-year-old. look a old. day over that's 25. Right. That's right. That's right. We try to hold on to our youth, right? Um, so we're, we're thinking about what the future looks like for Waketh. You know, what, what are, considering some of the trends that we're seeing, considering some of the needs of the region, um, you know, I, I hold just as a belief in the work that I do that, you know, income, uh, helps you get by, but assets help you get ahead, you know? And so when you think about, uh, how we can even deepen our impact and, and, and create tools to help more people in this region to create assets, um, that align with this food space or that align with other exciting concepts, it, it, it puts us in this exciting, uh, sort of position as an organization to think through how we not only can, uh, create, uh, Assistance to help folks understand opportunities, but provide actual capital to help pursue it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it really puts us in this, I think, a pretty exciting position um, uh, uh, to kind of reimagine the things that we have done. You know, we'll continue the services that we have provided to make sure that folks are equipped with what they need to understand um, the, the steps to get to accessing capital, um, and that's our core of what we do. Um, but I think you'll you'll begin to see um, the the introduction of topics that are focused on this larger food ecospace. Um, even hearing different concepts in ownership um, and, and cooperative models and those sort of things that I'm I'm trying to understand a bit more now. Uh, when you begin to reimagine what entrepreneurship means, um, there's some exciting concepts of things that are happening around the country. You know that I think we can help bridge some of the knowledge of those exciting practices to. Uh, some of our partners and, and, and officials here in the city. So uh, that's certainly an area uh, of opportunity and something that we hope to bring to the city. Very good, very good. Uh, so your offices are actually located here on Rhode Island Avenue. Yes. Uh, 2012? 2012, 2012 Rhode, Rhode, Island Rhode Island Avenue. Avenue. There you go. Um, so if uh, if listeners want to get more information about WACIF, uh the website is... WACIF.org for Washington Area Community Investment Fund. Um, how else can they uh, track you down? Certainly by giving us a call um, at 202 529 5505. Operators are standing by. That's right. That's right. Uh, and also, uh, we have a, uh, our events calendar as well. Um, social media, we're pretty, uh, we like to stay pretty active uh, as well. So, uh, we try to we try to make sure we we 
cross our T's, dot our I's with, with being available uh, to the community. So um, certainly check us out at uh, uh, those different avenues, but certainly at our events as well. We really try to encourage folks to come out um, for those type of structured activities as well. Uh, well, thank you very much for joining us here, uh, Harold, and uh, we'll check in with you um, in a few months and, there we and go. see how everything else is going, see if you got new stuff lined up for the business community, and, uh, and get your thoughts on on the latest trends and direction for small business. Anytime, Kyle. All right. Much appreciated. Thanks, Harold. Excellent. Thank you for having me. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of Rhode Island Avenue Main Street. Um, if you're listening to this on Bliss FM, uh, please check out some of their other episodes, uh, other uh, other great shows on this station. If you're listening to us on iTunes, do us a solid and, and give us a quick rating um, and some feedback on, on what you think about the show. Um, again, if you're a small business interested in being highlighted, um, give me a call, 202-808-9050. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.